You're listening to the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. The views and opinions expressed on this episode are those of the speaker and do not necessarily reflect the views, opinions, or philosophies of the PFC Entertainment Network or any of the affiliates that make this show possible. This show has also been rated M for mature audiences only. I'm Jason Klaus, and over the course of my life, I have done a lot of different things worn a lot of different hats. But this may be my greatest endeavor yet. Welcome to my show, where on here we will discuss anything and everything that happens in the world around us and how we can go about making things better for you, for me, and everybody that we share this world with. I may go on rants, I will go on sidebars, but it all comes from the heart. Welcome to the Close to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network. What is success? What deems something to be successful that is something that's kind of individualized because what i think is a success may not register on the same level that it might for you and vice versa by definition The word success means the accomplishment of a name or purpose. What that purpose is, is where it becomes individualized. But the one common trait is, it's something that is sought after. It is something that is being worked towards. Now, Most of us look for that proverbial secret of success. Like there's supposed to be a handbook that if you follow X, Y, and Z, you will accomplish this, that, or the other thing. We go into certain endeavors with a preconceived notion of how things are supposed to be how things are going to go and that it's going to be, you know, a little bit of a challenge to get to where you want to be, but it's, it's obtainable. And it's good to have that foundation as you embark on anything. You got to have some degree of self-confidence in your ability Or what is the point of trying anything? Because if you don't have a certain degree of self-confidence, essentially if you are 
embarking on anything, you are really counting on riding the coattails of other people or other situations that are actually doing the work, that are actually moving the needle, that are actually progressing along the journey. Essentially, you're allowing other people to do the work and you're taking the credit for it. You see that a lot in corporate America. It started out, every company started out with the, the desire of being a success. There was something that was of interest to an individual that they thought that they could make a living at. But what happens is the more success they achieve, now this is not across the board, but there are very well-documented instances and a lot of them that this is a thing. The more, uh, the more success they achieve, the higher into the clouds their head goes and in turn, the further from the ground their feet become. And if you are not standing on solid ground, you are on borrowed time. Because eventually gravity takes over and you will come back down. And it's not the descent that's going to be the painful part. It's the <clears throat> that sudden stop at the end. That's what hurts. A lot of you are at the threshold of a new chapter in your lives. A lot of you have a pretty good idea or you have something of a plan in place of where you're going to go in this next chapter that you are currently embarking on. Some of you may not have may not have had it figured out yet. And I realize you're probably experiencing some degree of pressure from other people, other entities that have expressed their concern over your lack of the next step, lack of plan. Now that's not for me to say whether that's right or wrong, because look, I, <laughs> Life has uh, opened these different doors of opportunity for me that I never thought would be a thing. And to be perfectly honest with you, and anybody that's followed my story knows, like I had a plan. I had an idea. I had a dream of what I wanted to do, of who I wanted to be. And it was in a very unconventional world, a very unconventional business that was professional wrestling. I wanted to be a professional wrestler. I wanted to be under the bright lights of WrestleMania. I wanted to be the WWE champion. That's all I cared about. I would have been happy with the Intercontinental title, to be perfectly honest with you. I would have been happy being in the second match of the show. 
I just wanted to be a part of it, man. I wanted to be a superstar. And you know why? After, after really thinking about it over the course of my lifetime, why I gravitated to that? Because it was a far cry from what my existence looked like at the time. I was not popular. I was picked on horribly, bullied, if you will. Like I had good friends and I had amazing memories and, and things of this nature, but by and large, I was what you would call a geek, nerd, spaz, or whatever the word is nowadays. Because I didn't fit what was deemed the cool click. Because I, you know, I didn't wear the designer clothes. I didn't have the most expensive shoes. And I'll be honest with you. It, I could have went to my parents and said, hey, can you get me this, that, and the other thing so I can be accepted or that I can be cool? But I registered very early on if my level of acceptance within another click was based upon what name is on the tag of my clothes, I didn't really need to be around people like that because I didn't, even at an early age, I didn't feel like that was authentic, and I picked up on the fact that I did not want to be around disingenuous people. It's stressful to be around that kind of, uh, of people. And then in turn, that has a, a indirect effect on your level of success because you've now compromised who and what you are in favor of being perceived as something else, even though it may not be what you felt in your core. What is the secret of success? It doesn't matter what entity we're talking about. It doesn't matter what business you're thinking about exploring. It doesn't matter what industry you're th you are you have some degree of interest in. And it doesn't have to be just in the workforce. Some of you are star athletes. Some of you may have scholarships waiting for you, full rides, based on your athletic ability. There's a huge degree of success in that, right? Because if you sucked, you wouldn't get the scholarship. So there's obviously something happening there for you. Now along those lines, and here's a sidebar, if that's what you are banking on for your career, you are going to embark and engulf your entire being, your entire existence into perfecting your particular craft, into honing your particular skills, into building your body into this monstrous machine and you just you bust ass on the court, the field, whatever the case may be. But you damn well better have a plan B in case something goes south in terms of an injury. That I will, that I will tell you. Because it was an injury that, that, that altered my path. I didn't have a plan B. 
It was WWE or bust for me, man. But then I got hurt. In the very early stages of my career in wrestling. And it made me have to rethink everything. The possibility of advancing and, and eventually making it to WWE was no longer an option. But I still had passion for the business. And I still believed in myself. And I knew that I wanted to be a star on some level. Because again, it was a far departure for, from what I had felt about myself for the longest time. I didn't feel good about myself. I couldn't understand why people that were in reality, forgive me for saying, douchebags were getting all the attention and like I am over here on the sidelines. Like nobody pays attention until it comes time to, because I can provide something for them. That has been a common theme going way back to my childhood. You know, I was good enough to do this and the other thing, but once it got beyond that level, like there was, you know, nah, you don't check that particular box. So even though my, uh, my dreams were altered, I did not completely waver from them. I just had to find a different path to it, and I found it. I found it by betting on myself, by starting my own promotion. And even though it took a minute, well, more than one, I finally started to see success. And then I would hear these words of affirmation that what I was doing was the right thing. I was making some degree of progress. I was doing this and doing that and doing the other thing. And, it, you know, I rode that momentum. It was not a, you know, there with anything, man, you're going to have hills and valleys. You're going to go up and down. It's going to be a roller coaster ride. But if you can withstand the whoop-de-doos, it's going to be worth it in the long run because that feeling of exhilaration when you accomplish that particular goal or you are able to check that box Man, that's more than enough motivation to keep you going because you did this when you didn't think that you could. What's to stop you from doing the next thing? You've heard me say a lot here lately, if you've listened to my shows, any of them really, about the, you know, the mindset and why really your level of success in any part of your life is going to start with the mindset and whether or not your intentions are genuine. That's, that's where it starts. 
You can talk to 50 different CEOs, 50 different business owners, 50 different athletes, 50 different people that have achieved in your mind some degree of success. If you ask them what the secret of their success is, in some way or another, worded one way or the other, you are going to hear work ethic and mindset. Because with those two, there is nothing you cannot accomplish. Is it going to look exactly the way you thought it would when you, when you took your first step onto this path? Probably not. More often times, not. But there's still enough resemblance of what that end game is, what that ultimate goal is that keeps you moving forward. Something that motivates you to continue moving forward. Not every day is going to be leaps and bounds. Some days it's, it's, it's going to be a crawl. But as long as you don't continuously move backwards, as long as you don't continually, continuously allow yourself to be deflated, derailed because of this being said, or that has been done, or this obstacle has presented itself, you will ultimately achieve this level of success. On the flip side of that, there are those people, some of you, even though you may not intend to, your patterns, your behavior, based on what you have been exposed to, based on what has been instilled in you, based on what has been taught to you, some of you are really waiting for these doors of opportunity to just magically appear. Now, that's not to say that scenarios like that don't happen. Sometimes it is truly being in the right place at the right time. The universe has aligned the stars in this one moment and it puts you where you needed to be and wouldn't you know it, the light goes on. This is where you're supposed to be and it leads you to the absolute best version of yourself. Bless your heart. But there are others who have grown up and more or less have had just about everything handed to them or with minimal effort. They don't understand the word struggle because they haven't had to. Now, I've talked about this before and I've gotten uh, feedback, we'll call it, something along the lines of, and if I'm bottom line, it is, it is, is, oh, you, you are 
casting blame on people who just happen to be in a fortunate situation based on their parents' hard work or whatever. Listen, I'm not saying you can't enjoy the fruits of your labor. I'm not saying you can't enjoy the success that you have worked hard for. And I'm not saying that you can't provide your children with a better life than what you had because as parents, we instinctively, for the most part, uh, we strive for that for our children. We want them to have a better life. But we also have the opportunity to instill the fundamentals of life into them during that process. And one of them, one of those things is you have to actually put some damn effort into it. You have to work towards what you want. You have to earn what you get. Because if you don't legitimately earn it, you are never going to fully appreciate it. And it's going to be coming under false pretenses. Slash, i.e., borrowed time. I've said this before. I've, I've been responded with that I'm wrong that I don't know what I'm talking about. And I realize this is not going to be a scenario for every single individual who has achieved some degree of substantial success. And it doesn't mean that they necessarily went about shit the right way. It means they were able to dodge the bullets longer than everybody else. That happens, but that's not the norm. Some of you are waiting for success to come. I got a news flash for you. Success doesn't come looking for you. You gotta go out and get it. That's what's gotta happen. Because if you sit and you wait for success to find you, you are going to wake up one day, 37 years old, living in your parents' basement, wondering what the hell happened to your life. And why the Speedway is not paying all of your bills. And why the GoFundMe that you have set up to help I don't know, supplement your income isn't garnering the attention or the donations that you feel they should. I got, <laughs> I got feelings about the whole GoFundMe thing. I'll, I'll be straight up with you, but that's a story for another day. Success doesn't come looking for you. Do you think you're just going to be sitting on a park bench one day and all of a sudden something's just going to just magically drop in your lap? Is that what you're waiting for? You could be waiting for a pretty long time. Because that's not how it works. You got to go out and get it. I use this terminology a lot when I'm 
when I'm dealing with different demographics of audiences. Because, you know, I've spent a little bit of time here talking about my life in professional wrestling. Because, well, quite frankly, it is a huge piece of who and what I am. Even having gotten out of the business, it is still ingrained in me. But a lot of people that tune into my shows, a lot of people that come see me on a public stage or environment, they know me from the wrestling company. They know me from the wrestling business. So I have to keep them engaged, you know? But it doesn't matter, it does not matter what endeavor you are embarking on the success that you seek is out there you've got to go get it you've got to grab life by the throat and choke the shit out of it because otherwise it's going to do that to you Life does not want you to succeed. The world does not want you to succeed. Because there are those who have some perceived realm of power and prestige that they can hold people under their thumbs. These are billionaire CEOs. These are elected government officials. These are people who are disingenuous in their core. They have allowed their success to totally erase all common decency towards another human because they've now put more stock in monetary gain and power over another individual their wants their thoughts their feelings their existence there's such a huge lack of respect in this world nowadays it's it's damn near suffocating now we're starting to see efforts to reverse that we're, they're trying and there is signs that things could be improving. But here's my thing, man. Anything that's worth having is worth fighting for. And if you want to achieve these levels and degrees of success, it starts with you. It's not the opportunity that awaits, it starts with you. You've gotta go out and you've gotta go find your success. You've gotta work for your success. You are going to have to go through the shit storms for your success. And if it means that much to you, 
no matter what comes down the pike, no matter how hard that storm is raining down on you, you will find a way to weather that storm. You will find a way to maintain your journey on the path and all the obstacles that await you. If you want it, go out and get it. Because the level of success that you seek ultimately resides, lives, breathes within you. Hey, it's me, Billy, again. And I'm here to tell you about all of the cool merchandise that is now available at the official online store of the PFC Entertainment Network. Now, along with all of the individual stores from all of the shows, there is a new section for back-to-school stuff. It's that time of year, and we have to think about getting ready for the next school year. Well, if you are a fan of any of the shows of the PFC Network, there's a whole new section of new merchandise notebooks and mouse pads and even new apparel with cool new designs to go back to school or to go back to work in. Whether it's Mouse the Heart, Power Tripping Through the 80s, Turnbuckle Time Machine, The Real Podcast, The Heat Vent, and even the new show, Say What? And if you're over there, be sure to check out another new section that is all about the namesake of this network, a whole new legacy merchandise line for the one and only Pure Fury Jeff Bounce. So check it out. Head over to cafepress.com forward slash PFC Network, the official online store of the Pure Fury Creations Entertainment Network. Last week, news came out that the actor Burt Young passed away. Now, most people remember Burt Young for his role as Polly in the Rocky movies. And even though he uh, he's a very accomplished actor, he's been in a lot of a lot of movies over the course of his career. But he was always, uh, you know, he was always kind of like the supporting character. You know, he was the best friend or the brother-in-law of Rocky. Or, you know, just about every movie that he was in, he was, you know, almost like a secondary character. But the way he portrayed those characters, man, they were scene stealers. You know, he was very much dialed. You were dialed into that character just based on how he presented it. Uh, we talked a little bit about this on when you know this past wednesday on power tripping through the 80s now <clears throat> i mentioned that because obviously burt young is very much associated with the rocky franchise and anybody that knows me knows what a big damn deal those movies are to me you know on a personal level Say what you want about them. I mean, there is a lot that can and has been taken away from these movies. You know, one of my, actually, it may be my absolute favorite inspirational monologue happened in Rocky Balboa. 
where Rocky is having this talk with his son. And, uh, you know, it's one of those scenes that the very first time I saw it, man, like it got me right in the feels. And with that, I believe it was the sixth installment of the movie, of the saga, to make that kind of impact, even more so than the previous five movies, says something about the way it's written and the way it's filmed and the the delivery of the actors, in this case, Sylvester Stallone. I, over the course of my life, have drawn a lot of inspiration from the Rocky Balboa character, the ultimate underdog who kept fighting, kept persevering. Every time he got knocked down, he got right back up, stepped back into the ring, and wound up whooping somebody's ass. That can correlate to real life. That can correlate to success. Because you look at the basis of what the Rocky character is, and just like I just mentioned, it is your ultimate underdog story, the dude that came from nothing and ultimately became the heavyweight champion of the world. Now, in real life, that storyline has played out either in individual sports or team sports. Worst to first, you know, how many times have you heard that? You know, a complete turnaround within a team. They may have finished the previous season at the bottom of the barrel, and whatever happened in that offseason, whether it was trades or different approach or whatever the case may be they got all the pieces in place that they needed to become a success not only become a success but to be the absolute best in that particular sport it doesn't happen often but man when it does it captures the imagination of everybody that has a vested interest in that particular activity doesn't have to be on the worldwide stage of the Super Bowl, the World Series. It doesn't have to happen under the spotlights of, you know, the theater or a sound stage or things of this nature. How many of you live in a neighborhood where every once in a while, well, at least once a day, you see somebody jogging down your street, down the sidewalk. Or if you're in town, you see somebody, you know, doing it downtown. You think they're running away from something? It looks like to me, when I see things like that, this is an individual that is focused. This is an individual that's trying to do something. This is an individual that's training. This is an individual that is seeking some degree of success. And wouldn't you know it, he's going out or she's going out and attempting to achieve it through hard work, determination, drive, passion. Because nobody is born a champion. 
Nobody is born the absolute best. You don't just pop out and the whole world revolves around you. That does not happen. See, the bottom line is, and I'm using sports as an analogy here for this, for the majority of this segment. Because sports resonates with the with the majority of people, even if you are not an avid fan of anything, you are at least aware of what happens or what has to happen in order for a champion to be crowned. Here's the thing, and this is what people forget. Every champion started as a contender who refused to quit. Every champion, everybody that is deemed the best in the world at what they do, started out as a contender, a challenger. Most of us start unranked. And then as you start to embark on this journey, this training, the practices, you are training your mind, body, and soul, and you are preparing it for different levels of success. Every time you put an extra little bit of something in on that day you are demonstrating that you were better now than you were yesterday and you are one step closer to where you want to be doesn't matter if it's an extra set of push-ups doesn't matter if you were able to shave some time off of your mile run it doesn't matter if you're putting a couple more plates on on the dumbbell and you're able to lift more weight if it's more than you did the day before you are putting yourself one step closer that can translate to real life and it doesn't have to be on a baseball field or on the gridiron, or on a basketball court, or on an ice rink, or the gymnastics mats, or the rings of professional wrestling. Everybody starts out at square one. Now, there are those who ascend to the top faster than others. And it just so happened because they were blessed with some degree, some sort of tool that you were not afforded. That doesn't mean you can't get it. That doesn't mean you can't learn how to do it. That doesn't mean you can't achieve it because you can. If you're willing to put the work in for it. When it comes down to, you could have a 
a million dollar physique, man. But if you don't know how to run that machine, all the bells and whistles that come with that don't mean a damn thing if you don't know how to utilize it properly and to its fullest potential. It's kind of like having a fully loaded vehicle with so many buttons and knobs and things of this nature in there that it looks like the control panel of a 747. If you don't know what all these buttons do and what these knobs control, what's the point in fucking having it if you're not utilizing it? Why have that kind of vehicle if you're not using it to its fullest potential? What do you put in the time, effort, and in this case, money in for it? For I get it. I come up with the stupid extreme examples, but it it puts everything under an umbrella, and it it puts it in these different scenarios that okay, you're not a wrestling fan, you don't know what the wrestling terminology is. But you've seen on TV what the inside of a 7 fucking 47 looks like, and you understand you, what the, the picture I'm trying to paint here. You may not like the Rocky movies, but you know what I'm talking about. You know it centers around boxing. You know that Sylvester Stallone is at the heart of this thing. So you know enough you know enough about it to know where I'm coming from here. And you don't have to be an athlete to understand, appreciate, and incorporate what I'm trying to illustrate here. I'm trying to cover a lot of bases here, you know. I'm trying to find different ways that's going to register with you. The fact of the matter is, is sometimes we get in our own ways when we are trying to achieve something, when we're trying to score some degree of success. And a lot of times, for a lot of people, it's not deemed any level of success until somebody else verifies it for them. They need that attaboy. They need that sort of recognition that, yeah, I see you. I see you. I see what you're doing. I recognize the work that you're putting into it. Sometimes we need to be told that. Sometimes we need to be reminded of that. Because if we're embarking on a journey, if we are in training, if we are beating the absolute piss out of ourselves in order to achieve some degree of success because we have a goal in mind, we like to be we like to know our egos like to be told that we're doing something good or we're doing something worthwhile. Some people drive, they, they thrive on that. But then there are others who 
That is the only thing that fuels them. And once that starts to diminish, if they haven't been um, highlighted or spotlighted, or if they haven't had that slap on the back for some length of time, their cup starts to diminish. And with it, that flame on the inside starts to dim, starts to flicker. And it starts to become harder and harder and harder to move that machine because there's nothing internally that is fueling it. I was like this for a long time. I needed validation. I needed to be told I was doing something right. I needed to be told that you, it's okay. Things may not be ideal, but you're on the right path. We need those cheerleaders. I needed those cheerleaders. And then one day, I shit you not, I didn't look at a meme. It didn't come from a meme or anything, anything. I mean, I would read it later on down the line, but at this particular point in time, nothing was predisposed to me to where this is what fueled this thought. I literally woke up one day and it was like, well, it was an epiphany. I had to be my loudest cheerleader. Because if I didn't, if I don't root for myself, how am I expected anybody else to invest that kind of time, effort, or energy into me if I don't believe in it myself? Like, I'm not worthy of it. I'm not worth it. This is all for naught. Yeah. Fuck that. Because I know what I'm worth. It took me a minute to come to terms with it. And I have allowed it to, hey, I make no mistake about it. I've got an ego. I have an ego that could be the size of Texas. But let me tell you something. I've had enough shit come down the pike. I've had enough shit come down on top of me that has humbled me to levels that I will never, ever allow myself to conduct myself or my journey without both feet planted on the ground at all times. That doesn't mean I'm, I'm not going to stop reaching for the stars because I am. Every day I reach for a star. Sometimes they're small stars. Sometimes they're big stars. But every day I reach for a star. More often than not, I capture it by the end of the day. And it could be something minor in the grand scheme. Could be a boop, a drop in the bucket. But that drop in the bucket creates a ripple effect. 
Sometimes it's just a very calm, just like a... Other times, it's a goddamn tsunami. But make absolute no mistake about it. Ultimately, the levels of success that you that you achieve is going to be up to you. If you are content with being the contender for the duration of your life, if you're fine with that, then cool. You're you have found your niche if that's what you decide you want your niche to be. A lot of times we psych ourselves out. A lot of times we allow ourselves to get psyched out by a person or an entity or a situation or a scenario that has been presented or presents themselves as superior or better than. And I guess in all reality, especially if we're looking in terms of rankings, Ratings, title lineages, there is somebody deemed number one. There is a team that is co- that is considered champion. But they didn't start the season that way. They may be defending champion, but as we all know, that shit can change with, I mean, within a blink of an eye. How many teams captured lightning in the bottle in one season ascended to the very top of their sport, of their profession, only to come back the second time around and the bottom falls out. They're dethroned. And they allow that to dictate whether they get the rematch or if they go down to the back of the line with every other hopeful contender that only has dreams of becoming number one. I don't know. For me, once I achieve a degree of success, I feel like I would be one of those people that would um, do everything I could to harness what went right and try to expand on that. But it comes down to me. Just like your success comes down to you. Every champion started as a contender who refused to quit. So are you going to endure it? Are you going to roll with the punches? Are you going to get knocked down and that's just the end of it? Fuck it. It's too hard. I've had enough. Throw the towel in. Take a shower. And off, you know, you're off pumping gas at the Sunoco station two weeks later. As I used to be. I used to do that. I used to be champion. I used to be number one. You deserve a life better than used to be. 
you deserve a life that you can proudly stand up and say, this is who the fuck I am, and the rest of you some bitches better start taking notice. I don't care what aspect of life we're talking about. I don't care what sport or activity that revolves around. If you are going to do anything, if you're going to invest time, money, effort, energy, and everything under the sun under this endeavor, if you do not have aspirations of being number one or of making a significant difference or of moving the needle, then what are you doing it for? Are you doing it for somebody else so that they can live vicariously through you? That's a life of misery just waiting to happen. The fact of the matter is, if you want it, go out and get it. If you want to be number one in what you do, or if you want to move the needle in what you do, if you want to make a difference in what you do, then you got to have the mindset that you are already a champion. The crown is waiting for you. The title is shined up. The statue, the trophy, the medal, whatever represents the best for you is waiting with a blank nameplate, waiting for you to achieve that goal so that your name is etched on those plates. Your name is written in history books. Your name is the one spoken fondly of because something you did made a significant impact or difference in somebody's life. And if they don't motivate you to be number one, nothing fucking will. Nothing will. With that, we are going to put a bow on this episode. I appreciate you tuning in here this week. You can uh, you can send any uh, questions, comments, feedback, show topic ideas to Klaus to the Heart at gmail.com that's our official email you can find us over on facebook or close to the heart.net uh tomorrow actually um this week you're going to get a bonus episode of power tripping through the 80s uh sean grugel put together a very fun episode by himself as a bonus episode he ranked his own um top 25 fictitious bands of TV and movies, and he did a tremendous job on it. We are dropping that on Thursday this week as a bonus episode, and uh, that comes on the heels of a new episode of 
their actual show, Power Tripping Through the 80s. And uh, for all intents and purposes, this is Amy Week, so we're hoping that uh, she's going to be ready to go and record her episode of The Real Podcast, which will drop on Saturday and then say what on Monday. So certainly appreciate all of your support. We've got new items that have been added to the online store. Um, uh, over 40 new items for the heat then alone, which, by the way, you can hear on Fridays here on the network. Uh, I had a lot of fun working on those designs for Mr. Blue. And uh, so check it out. There's uh, all kinds of new stuff over there for the PFC Network page. And there's something for everybody. If, you, if you're digging any of the shows here, they're, head on over there, cafepress.com slash PFC Network, the official online store of this network. So with that, go out this week. Be awesome to yourselves and to each other. And we'll see you right back here next Tuesday with a brand new episode of the Klaus to the Heart podcast, the flagship show of the PFC Entertainment Network.